Hi friends, thanks for joining me today. Today's episode is just me, I'm flying solo. Um, October is National Bullying Prevention Month, so I thought I'd do a segment specifically on my thoughts on this subject and some of our recent experiences. Since my son started kindergarten this fall, a subject that I've been especially interested in on our journey has been bullying. And as a parent with a child on the spectrum, it's been on my mind a lot. So stay tuned for some of my thoughts, along with some advice that I've heard and read about. And of course, if you're enjoying our podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. That's how we make our voice stronger. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash myautismtribe. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to My Autism Tribe, a community of advocates that are linked by autism but bound by strength. This is a time to find our sounding board and shoulders that help us carry life's load without the fear of criticism. We give and receive. We nurture and empower. I'm your host, Susan Scott. There have been moments when I'm with my son where I've witnessed and of course intervened on other children and sadly some adults bullying him. It absolutely rips my heart out and shakes me to my core. Thankfully, in those moments, I've been with him. So then my thoughts turn to, what if I hadn't been with him? What would have happened? Would he have stood up for himself? Or would someone else have intervened? We can't be with our children every minute of every day. And we all know that words, good and bad, can be carried with someone their entire life. Of course, bullying doesn't just happen to individuals on the spectrum. It doesn't happen to just children. But what can we do about it? So let's first start with the very definition of bullying. So the Webster's definition, to bully someone means to seek harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. The facts tell us that children with disabilities are much more likely to be bullied than their non-disabled peers. When looking within a school setting, one study actually shows that 60% of students with disabilities report being bullied regularly, compared with 25% of all students. And as parents and caregivers, we have the right to ensure that the school our child attends provides a framework of protection. All children have a right to receive what they call a free, appropriate public education. F-A-P-E is the acronym in the least restrictive environment and free from disability-based harassment. Personally, I can remember, I think middle school primarily, because let's be honest, those are tough years for any kid, when I was bullied. I was backwardly shy people, glasses, braces, a bad perm, good student, you name it. I was the poster child that screamed nerd. I got made fun of, and I cried, sometimes in a school bathroom stall, in the gym locker room, at home, and it sometimes made school not so fun. I carried a lot of that with me for a long time, and though I know I can't protect my son from all the nastiness in the world that life can bring, I do want to make sure that I equip him and others now on handling situations like this. Bullying 
in my mind, I used to believe, used to mean meeting someone on the playground and beating them up or stealing someone's lunch. And of course, that's what it means as well. But as I've grown older and have become more educated and aware, I've come to realize there are so many complexities and various forms of bullying. Bullying not only includes direct contact or physical assault, it can be milder and more direct, but still very harmful, like social exclusion and just little slight subtle insults, teasing, the spreading of rumors. Laughter at another person's expense is a form of bullying. And now that most individuals have online access, we have issues with cyberbullying. I have to admit, I am so glad that social media wasn't around when I was growing up. I can't imagine. At my son's school, they have a couple of apps they use to update families on special events and reminders and updates on their kid. They send pictures from their day. So it's really, really awesome. And my son's teachers do an incredible job of keeping the lines of communication open. But one day recently, last week, a video was posted on one of these apps that showed the entire class singing a song they had learned. It was so, so cute. And I was watching it with Alex and was commenting on how sweet and special this video was. And then he pointed to a specific girl in his class. Now, please note, Alex is now verbal, but he still very much struggles with piecing together sentence structures, especially when it comes to more, as I say, colorful language. He points at this girl and says, she squeezed my arm and called me stupid. So I immediately replayed the video. And again, he pointed to the same girl and said the same thing. And I froze. This was the first like, truly real conversation that I had had with Alex about bullying. We've talked a lot about self-advocating, saying stop when he doesn't want something, but we hadn't before this time talked specifically about hurtful words that people can say. I asked him what he did, not sure if he was gonna be able to tell me or to describe it, and he said he told his teacher. And I told him that was exactly what he was supposed to do. And I told him that her words were wrong that he wasn't stupid, that he was in fact very, very smart. I now have an open dialogue with his teacher and we're both working on dialogue with Alex. His teacher did respond appropriately when Alex told her, so we're on a great path. But my thoughts still go back to what if she hadn't? What if Alex wasn't able to tell her? So I still have a fear I can now rest a little easier knowing that it was handled, at least this time, appropriately. The adult response is so, so important, and it's important that adults know how to talk with someone in a bullying situation. And I'm not sure that I handled it exactly right, as I'm still learning about all of this. But the child should know that it's never their responsibility to fix a bullying situation. They should seek the help of an adult. And I am so beyond proud that Alex did just this. You see, Alex, he loves to learn. He loves school. And I know in a great environment, he thrives. But 
going back to the research, research has shown that bullying can negatively impact a child's access to education and can lead to school avoidance and higher rates of absenteeism. If they know they're going to be bullied at school, they're not going to want to go. There's a decrease in grades because they have the lack of concentration. They have a loss of interest in academic achievement that can lead to dropout rates. <laughs> the list goes on. My mind is going 100 miles an hour. I know that students with disabilities have legal rights when they're a target of bullying, and most states even have laws that address bullying, specifically to students with disabilities. School districts can have individual policies that address how they respond to specific bullying situations. And in our case, we were provided a packet of information on registration from our local district on their policy on bullying. So that's great. Um, If you're not sure, contact your local district or your school and request a written copy. It doesn't hurt to have. It can only, only help. Um, Most of you are probably familiar, especially if your child is in school, on IEPs, and that stands for Individualized Education Programs. So students with disabilities who are eligible for special education under the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA, there's a lot of acronyms in this world. I know we're all used to it. Um, These students will have one of these, hopefully. Um, The IEP can be a helpful tool in a bullying prevention plan as well. And if bullying is becoming an obstacle to a child's education, then it can be incorporated into their IEP. So there can be goals for social skills, speech and language skills, self-advocacy skills, all written in there so they know how to address a bullying situation. I actually read this. Uh, There's a woman by the name of Dr. Michelle Borba, B-O-R-B-A, that has even designed a prevention approach that she's labeled CALM. It's another acronym, C-A-L-M, of simple rules that can be taught to students with autism, which I thought was really, really cool. I hadn't heard of this before. The first step in the CALM approach, the C, is to cool down. So you can teach your child to recognize stress signals like sweaty hands, rapid heartbeat, breathing patterns, and then learn calming strategies like deep breathing to help them cool down. The second step, the A, is to assert yourself. So part of the social skills curriculum can be teaching assertive body language. This doesn't mean to start throwing punches. Role-playing and video modeling can assist in teaching nonverbal body language that can deflect bullying attempts. Maybe it's something as simple as walking away. The third step, the L, is to look them in the eye. And we all know eye contact can be challenging for some students with autism, but using visual supports can be beneficial in teaching eye contact during a bullying attempt. I think it is powerful when you can look a bully in the eye to address them. The last step in the calm approach, the M, is mean it. And language scripts can be taught such as stop that, leave me alone, or get away from me, I mean it. Um, Maybe the most important thing in all of this talk about bullying 
is actually having your child know they're loved, right? We all have bad days. We have all been bullied, I'm sure, at one point or another, whether we realized it or not, and letting them know that they're not alone. I know, at least from my own personal experience, that we sometimes believe that we're the only ones this is happening to and that no one else cares. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It's not up to one person to end bullying. And there are individuals, entire communities and organizations that care a lot and are really dedicated on this very specific subject. No one deserves to be bullied. Absolutely no one. All people should be treated with respect no matter what, period. And we all have a responsibility and a role to play in working together on creating this positive change. Am I right? This is not about if I have time, I will. If it's my child, I will. No. It takes a village. It takes my autism tribe. You like that. Thank you for being a part of my autism tribe. And for walking beside me and lifting me up. As we're all trying to make a difference. I'm trying to make a difference not only for my son but for others. Much love to everyone. I'll see you next week.